Hello, I'm Dr. Rangan Chatterjee. Welcome to my Built to Thrive podcast. Now, sleep experts all agree that alcohol plays havoc with our sleep, no matter our gender or how old we are. And today, I'm going to explore how alcohol disrupts our sleep and why we rarely feel refreshed after drinking alcohol the night before. Now, sleep is arguably the single most effective thing that we can do to our brains and recharge our bodies. And as I've discussed many times before in this podcast, we all probably need between seven and nine hours of sleep a night to give us our much needed mental and physical recovery. Now, there's a common misconception that alcohol helps you sleep. Initially, it may promote feelings of relaxation that can help you feel drowsy. But let me be really clear, alcohol is a sedative. Sedation is not the same thing as sleep. I'm going to walk you through four reasons why alcohol disrupts your sleep. Number one, alcohol is also a diuretic. That means it's a substance that makes us wee more. So you'll find yourself waking up in the night to go to the loo a lot more than usual, which of course will disrupt your sleep. Alcohol stops the brain from releasing an important chemical called vasopressin, which normally regulates the amount of water in your body. This sends you running to the loo all night, but also dehydrates the body as it encourages too much water to be flushed out. This puts your body under strain and contributes to headaches that can stop you sleeping. The second reason is that you may start to snore more after you drink. Alcohol is a muscle relaxant and relaxes the muscles in your upper airways, disrupting normal breathing. Thirdly, alcohol is actually a sedative and it actually disrupts the normal pattern of your sleep. As the alcohol metabolizes in your blood throughout the night, it can play havoc with your natural sleep cycle. And fourthly, alcohol can have a negative impact on the decisions you make the following day, which in turn can lead to you being in a vicious cycle. For example, the morning after a night of drinking, many people turn more to stimulants like caffeine and sugar. And then in the afternoon when they're struggling at work because of fatigue, they drink even more coffee, which then impacts their sleep that night as well. All of these things are actually disrupting the quality of our sleep. I think the key message that I'm trying to get across in today's episode is that alcohol is not a sleep aid. For most of us, it plays havoc with our sleep, particularly a stage of sleep that we call REM sleep. Now, sleep experts refer to REM sleep as your emotional first aid, as it provides overnight therapy in the form of emotional convalescence. It's also critical for cognitive functions like learning, creativity, and processing memories, which is one of the reasons why heavy drinkers can sometimes wake up unable to remember parts of their evening. The truth is that not everyone reacts in the same way to alcohol. I realized a few years ago that even half a glass of red wine would disrupt the quality of my sleep and I'd feel awful the next day. I wouldn't get as much work done. I'd feel a bit moody. And that was one of the things that got me to this current place where I'm at, where I barely drink at all. And in fact, I can't remember the last time I had a drink, but I still don't classify myself as someone who doesn't drink at all, because I think that can become problematic as well. It's just, you know, at the moment, at this stage of my life, I have no need for alcohol. It doesn't serve me. I don't like the way I feel on it. So for me, I made a decision not to drink. Will that be the same forever? I really don't know. But in some ways that doesn't matter. And I think sometimes when we you know, try and change our behavior in something, we do get into this all or white position. I'm either a drinker or I'm not a drinker. And you know, I know from 
decades of seeing patients that everyone needs a slightly different approach. But please know that alcohol is very likely to be having a negative impact on the quality of your sleep, particularly if you have a drink just before bedtime. So it's quite common, isn't it? Some people will be watching television at 10 p.m. and have a, a glass of red wine or a beer to finally unwind before you go to bed. But actually, if you are going to have that drink in the evening, you're better off having it a few hours before bed so the effects will have worn off before you actually go to bed and fall asleep. Now look, if you're worried with alcohol's effects on your sleep, if you're able to, I'd strongly encourage you to think about a week or two with no alcohol at all and just see what happens. Just note what happens to your sleep. After a few days, does your sleep get deeper? Do you wake up with more energy? Do you crave less sugar and caffeine the following day? Most of my patients who do this will report that they do. Because then at that point, you're empowered. You know what you feel like when you don't drink and you can compare that to how you feel when you do drink. And then you may choose to say, okay, well, maybe I'll bring a couple of drinks back in. One on a Friday, maybe one on a Sunday, or whatever works for you. And that's fine. But I want you to come to your decision from a place of empowerment, if you possibly can. Now, I completely understand many of us need help. And if you feel this week that actually you need a bit of help with your alcohol consumption, I'd highly recommend that you go and see your local healthcare professional and get that professional help. Many people do actually benefit from support as they do this. That's all for today. And tomorrow for the final episode of this week, I'm going to be looking at some of the top benefits people feel when they reduce their alcohol intake. I'll see you then.